Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck. I'm the editor-in-chief here with Cannabis and Tech Today. Uh, we always bring you a bunch of great guests, uh, and today is no different. We have with us today um, a couple of gentlemen from The Dablicator, and we have Mike McDonald, who is the president and co-founder, and we have Alex Kemper-McCall, uh, director of marketing. Did I get you guys' names right? Yep. Nailed it. That's it. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. And of course, I uh, want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, PolyScience. Uh, they're the ones who make this uh, possible. And um, I think they might have even been the ones who set this uh, set this meeting up. So they they are definitely our partners. Help us get great content. And uh, welcome, gentlemen. I'm, I'm excited to get a chance to talk to you. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for having us. So um, real quick, but as we're just kind of like, you know, diving in here, um, can you tell the audience a little bit about uh, what is the Dablicator? Um, well, the Dablicator may be kind of interesting. Its origins come out of uh, Jetty Extracts, which is one of the largest cannabis brands in California, uh, now in New York and uh, Colorado. And we're a sister company to Jetty. And the team at Jetty invented this essentially a better syringe, a way better syringe, because syringes have all the, you know, the considerations about what a syringe is. And they it, they wanted a better dabbing tool. And they also wanted a tool that um, was more discreet, um, a higher performance. And they invented it about five, six years ago at Jetty. And just up until about two and a half years ago, all you could, you could only buy a Jetty applicator. So about two and a half years ago, we created a platform. So more brands around the world can have their own Dablicator. And, and that's what sort of was the genesis of Dablicator as a platform and a brand uh, rather than just a thing. Um, so yeah, that's how, that's how it came to be. So were you guys, you know, just kind of, everybody loves a good origin story, you know, were you guys sitting around talking about, you know, Hey, listen, it's, it's time for a better mousetrap, you know, it's time for, for something better. And then the gears started turning and what, how, how did it, uh, how did it kind of come yeah. about? Yeah, so the co-founders over at Jetty are just, you know, really innovative guys. And uh, Ron Gershoni and Nate Ferguson, they were sitting around saying, man, dabbing is such a messy business. And also folks are using this for more things than just dabbing. Um, so those folks are going to be, you know, a lot more interested in something that's more discreet and doesn't look like a, a needle. Um, and also they, they had a good friend that had brain cancer. And he, the only thing that kind of got him through his appetite issues and nausea issues was eating cannabis oil because he couldn't smoke. And they're, you know, bringing in jars of things. And so there was just sort of this evolution of there's got to be a better way uh, to consume cannabis in a versatile way that's discreet and more dose controlled. And that was the genesis of it. And, you know, within a couple of years, patent, you know, patented product and now multiple patents pending. So it's kind of been a kind of been a cool ride. Oh man, that's awesome. So, you know, so it seems like a lot of the best people in this industry are very innovative, you know, like it just kind of, we're resourceful, we're innovative, we're always looking for new ways, you know, uh, so I don't see why it would be any different in this space, especially with dabbing. Um, and I feel like dabbing kind of gets, uh, gets a bad rap, you know, like in, in the industry, uh, can you guys kind of speak to that a little bit, just kind of, you know, the stigma around dabbing and how this can kind of, kind of help take that away? I mean, I think it's uh, 
I think that dabbing is a, a complex process and is certainly intimidating to newer users or people who are exploring different ways to use cannabis. And you have to have a, a torch, especially if you're looking, you know, the, the origins of dabbing. You've got a torch, you've got your rig, you got to heat that thing up real hot. You then have your jar concentrate, you got to dose it out with your dab tool, get it in there just right. And I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of ritual that goes into that and a lot of process. And, and then there's also a, a lot of interest from, from real heady guys and heady mm -hmm. folks on, on having that all be perfect and, and just the way they want it. But that ends up making it kind of intimidating for any other consumers or patients to get into dabbing and to experience this new way to, to really use cannabis. And I think Dabblicator has made this a much easier entry point to concentrates because you've got your oil and your dab tool all in one. You can dab it directly from the Dabblicator oil applicator. You know, it's got that metal tip, fits perfectly into the banger. Um, and even you know, with the, the revolution on e-rigs, um, with all these new devices coming from a variety of different companies, yeah. Dabblicator works with that too. And suddenly dabbing on the go is, is becoming more of a thing. Um, it's becoming more accessible. And we really feel that Dabblicator is a great way uh, as a, a delivery device to increase the amount of people who are able to experience dabbing um, and experience concentrates in a way that they just haven't been able to before. Yeah, I, I, th I think that's a really good point. And I love how you bring up the fact that, you know, dabbing is kind of a ritual. Heck, you know, even to a degree, you know, smoking, passing a, you know, passing a bong or, you know, passing a joint or something like that. There is kind of that, you know, it feels like a, a social thing. It feels like kind of a ritual. But you're right. Like there's a lot of gear required for dabbing that doesn't make it super user friendly. But now I think technology is, is stepping in and helping, you know, so that people can enjoy the experience of dabbing can enjoy, you know, what you get out of it, but you don't have to have, you know, a whole, uh, uh, toolbox, you know, full of gear. And there are some, some products out. I think, I think Puffco, um, you know, has, has that, is it called the proxy? They've got Puffco's got a handful. Dr. Dabber has a handful. Yes. Focus five has a bunch focus V. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the, the e-rig really the e-rig explosion has increased the accessibility in the dabbing category. And I think even the market is, is showing that with the increase in concentrates. Yeah, the dab dabbing's got its own holiday, right? You got it's 710. Coming up. Huh? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 710 oil day. Uh very popular and definitely one of the I'd say one of the holidays that we focus on, certainly from the marketing side. Uh just knowing that all of our brand partners are putting really great oil into Dabblicator uh, and using that as a holiday again to, to expand the, ca the category, uh, to expand to new consumers and patients who just haven't really thought about cannabis oil or thought about dabbing because they've been so focused on other form factors. Uh, so is this a, is this a category that is, is growing? You know, there's some, some categories in cannabis that I think are, are growing. Um, obviously flower is really popular. I believe pre-rolls are, are, uh, growing in popularity. And so there's a lot of, you know, um, um, brands that are going into that area. But I think I saw as well that, that this is gr a growing category in the cannabis space. You guys would know a lot better than me. I, I think, I think that's absolutely true. Um, but I think, and, and Alex sort of alluded to this, dabbing is something that uh, Dabblicator is bringing um, to more folks, right? But I, what we didn't realize is how much bigger 
the opportunity is beyond dabbing for consumers and for our partners. For example, I would say dabbing is probably less than 20, 25% of what people are using our product for. And that's what's made this sort of explode into what we believe is a category, which is oil application, not just dabbing. So for yeah. example, um, it's you know making your own infused joint. It's perfect for it. Eating cannabis, oh. it's especially with this high quality oil right now, you know, from RSO for patients to live resin and rosins, um, twaxing a joint, you know, kind of artwork on a joint, um, refilling, refilling um, cartridges. Like it's it's crazy oh. uh, putting it in food and oil. I mean, I think you know we're coming out with recipe cards every month for infused guacamole, and and it's just it's kind of crazy. We call the dablicator, oil applicator, the most versatile, easiest way to experience cannabis. And that's what we're finding. We, we thought it was a great dab tool. And we're like, wow, everybody's using this to make infused joints. Oh, man, people love eating this and mixing it into their, their food and, and beverages. So with regards to a category, that's what I think. That's what we think we've stumbled upon. It was a white space. Um, you know, we kind of invented or brought to the market something folks didn't even know they wanted. Um, and uh, to what extent you've seen some of the business results. I mean, we just surpassed over a hundred million dollars in retail revenue on this product in less than 24 months. Um, what? meaning at re meaning at retail, wow. 2 million consumers have bought a dablicator oil applicator at for the, from anywhere from 25 to $125, you know, based on the market, 2 million consumers at a hundred million plus dollars in retail revenue. You probably know better than us. I mean, what product, new product, is has generated that kind of revenue for retailers? Um, so, so that clearly says it's not just dabbing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and our, yeah, research, no. our research shows that. Um, I mean, we have markets where you can't buy concentrates, and dablicator selling as a, as an inhalable, um, making for joints and so forth. So that's what we think. Even though it's a tech, and this is a tech talk, right? Yeah. The technology is really about how is it serving the consumer and the patient and making it easier for them to experience cannabis in this in this case, because that's that's the business that we're in. And that's what we found to be the most fascinating component to this to this platform. We call it a platform that we brought to market just as kind of a hey, maybe it would work, you know, 24, yeah. 30 months ago. And it, it clearly we kind of struck on something. Wow. So yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that's another area I think that's growing. You know, quite a bit is uh, is food. You know, uh, yeah. people people want to want to cook with cannabis. People want to you know infuse cannabis in their stuff. You're seeing lots of it. I think I saw on your your website or maybe it was LinkedIn. I saw the uh, guacamole and. I was drooling a little yeah. bit because that looked amazing. <laughs> or edibles. Look, back in the day, we all made our own edibles or knew people that did. And, you know, stink up your kitchen for two to three hours, strain it, cheesecloth it, you know, get oil finally. And then guess mm -hmm. what? You don't know what the potency is. And how you find out what the potency is in your brownies is after your buddy's going, dude, how much? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it was. So with Dablicator oil applicator, you just go. You know exactly what the dose is. You know exactly what the potency is. You go squirt into your brownie mix. You put 100 milligrams in, 10 brownies. There's 10, 10, 10 milligram brownies. So, again, these are things that that on Reddit and on our message boards, folks are sending. That, that guacamole recipe, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, but that came to us. Um, the infused hummus came to us. Um, folks are putting it on rich crackers. I mean, it's, it's really cool to see what what 
uh, how this is developed in these different these different use cases. Yeah, and I think it absolutely speaks to that that versatility and ease of use. I mean, as Mike was saying, making your own homemade edibles is a, again a process uh, and can be a ritual. But there are a lot of people who want to make their own edibles. You know, want to control the sugar they're putting into it, want to control the ingredients that they're actually taking. Uh, and Dabblicator just makes it so much easier to know your dosing and cut out all of those other steps that take hours uh, and you're not entirely sure what your potency is going to be. And this just makes it much easier for people to actually enjoy cannabis in the way that they want. Yeah. And, and I think it's important too, that you bring up the dosage because, you know, that's, that's where you start, you know, crossing over into the, you know, the real legitimacy of, of what we're doing here and everything. And it can't just be, well, you know, it's a little bit of this and this one's like this or whatever. So I think that it's important that people can control and, you know, just from a science perspective to be able to accurately know what you're putting in and, and control that dosage. And then that way, um, you know, you can have a lot more effective baseline on, on results, you know, uh, how people feel and everything like that. And it's not so much just kind of, you know, uh, uh, shooting from the hip. So I, I've talked to a lot of people where, you know, really getting down to the exact dosage and stuff is important, uh, not just on the, you know, adult consumption side, but on the medical side as well. Yeah, for sure. We've, you know, we've, we've been selected as a product over syringes and other, there's a few rudimentary um, non-syringe type applicators on the market. And um, it, one of the main reasons is, is the, is the diver, diverse, you know, the diversity uh, um, of it, you know, the different things it can do, but also on the dosing. And it's not just the exact dosing, it's also repeatable dosing, right? So you like two lines on your dablicator, that's about 100 milligrams. One line is about 50. But more importantly, that's what I want. I want to repeat that. And if you've got, you know, sort of arthritis or dexterity issues, you can twist and click and plunge much, much easier than a syringe, given if you'd even want one. <laughs> if you'd even, yeah. I wouldn't buy a syringe. So yeah, I think that dosing, that dosing control, again, has been a really big part of the popularity of the product. I think that's even come about, and we've seen that from the regulatory side too, with you know partners in various markets saying, you know, one of the reasons that Dablicator is is so interesting and successful for them is because regulators are actually looking for better dosing tools uh, and for products that are going to give their patients, in particular, a better dosing experience and more consistent dosing experience versus some of the other uh, oil applicators that are out there. Yeah. Wow. So you, you guys have really enlightened me to the fact that this could be kind of the, one of those must have things that anybody that enjoys consuming cannabis, you kind of got to have this in your, uh, you know, in, in your arsenal because it is so versatile, almost like a, like a Swiss army knife, if you will, of, uh, of, of cannabis. It, it, it's not only for the consumer, what we're finding with the retailer is it's a category. And, and, you know, we, we see basket size, which is retailer's holy grail, right? Basket size increase as much as 60% if, if a consumer customer is buying a dablicator, which means they're going, this is really cool. I want one of those. Oftentimes they'll come back and buy more of them, but it's added revenue to the retailer, which really suggests that um, it's a new category. The consumers are saying, to your point, it's a must-have item for my arsenal. Uh, and it's a must-have item, frankly, now for most retailers. So that what our new goal, if you will, and we certainly didn't set out like this, is it's 
it's a category in every, you know, it's ubiquitous. You've got vape, you've got flour, you know, you've got edibles, you've got traditional concentrates. Maybe you've got beverages if they can ever figure that one out. And um, and then and then you've got dablicator dab, or oil application where dablicator sort of dominates and invented, we think, this white space or stepped into it, if you will. Wow. Well, okay. So I want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, the retail side. I definitely want to talk to you about marketing, Alex, but we got to take a quick break here. Uh, uh, we got to pay the bills, keep the lights on here. So we're going to have a quick break for a, a message from one of our sponsors, but to everybody that's listening, we'll be right back. Um, we've got Mike, we've got Alex, we've got the Dablicator, and uh, this is another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks brought to you by PolyScience. We'll be back right after this brief moment. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com, that's S-U-R-N-A.com, to learn more. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cannabis Tech Talks. You are chopping it up with Chuck. We are here with Alex and we are here with Mike from the Dablicator. And I don't know about you, but I am learning a whole bunch right now. It is cool talking to really smart people uh, that can enlighten us on, on growing categories. Can you talk a little bit more, uh, gentlemen, about the the role that the dispensary plays and, and also the the bud tender. You know, I feel like they're kind of the, the holy grail uh, of educating the consumers. Uh, and so what kind of role do they play in here? And you just mentioned, Mike, the fact that, you know, the, the, the basket size or the cart size gets a lot bigger because of this product, which probably yeah. leads to, to more purchases. So can you guys kind of just expand on that a little bit? I think just briefly, this is Alex's, what he does and his team, and they've done such a great job. I, I think the two components to our business is, yeah, we have a great product and people are using it. But what we really do as a platform is we spend an inordinate amount of resources and time educating bud tenders, educating consumers, putting retail marketing programs in, uh, making it really, really easy for the brand partner to just add this new category. But Alex, take it away because this is really your area of incredible expertise. But I think the I was actually thinking about this last night. You know, the the retail environment in cannabis is so incredibly fragmented. Uh, you know, with all of these different dispensaries, a lot of mom and pops, some MSOs, some vertically integrated with some chains. Um, but really, getting you know, winning at retail is what drives success in cannabis, and that means both winning with the managers uh, and the the buyers there but also really winning with the bud tenders. Cause at the end of the day, bud tenders are your frontline salespeople. Yes. You know, it's, it's still so hard in this industry to have that direct one-on-one -on -one relationship with a consumer. Uh, and so you have to develop that relationship with the bud tenders. And I think we've really focused on that. We work with seed talent, uh, which is a training platform to provide a, a training module on dablicator oil applicator. That's free to all of our partners. That's available across all of Seed Talent's markets. Uh, and then we can also provide that to any dispensary uh, across the entire country, really. Um, and that focus is really on you know, driving bud tender education, helping them understand how the hardware works, why it's so important for their patients and consumers to use, you know, how they can sell it even. We have a, a video from a bud tender down in Florida who actually put this together for us. I'm like, this is how I sell the applicator and how I talk to patients 
uh, about this product and how I help them understand the benefits uh, that it's going to bring to them. So we've got this, you know, this great bud tender training program incentives to go along with that. You know, bud tenders love to uh, to get stuff. You got to give them a reason to believe, especially in an industry where uh, you know bud tender turnover is incredibly high. Uh, making sure that people, you know, bud tenders really love your brand, know your brand, and are advocates for your brand at retail is what's going to to drive an entire, you know, a large amount of uh, of your sales and your success in the market. But I think. So that's the bud tender side, obviously getting yeah. them really excited. The one thing we did and we're doing with that is uh, last year we actually did a six, seven month van tour across the entire United States. So we ended up hitting 15 different markets, drove from California all the way across the country to Florida, uh, stopping in, in dispensaries along the way. I think we hit about 900, 1,000 dispensaries um, by just swinging in. You know, van stops by, we're supporting our brand partners. We go in, say what up to all the bud tenders, swag them out, give them some some samples, educate them on how Dablicator works and why it's so great for their patients and consumers. And then we're moving on to the next place. And then we're following up even with that store again to, again, build that retail relationship um, and help them understand not only is Dablicator a great device and something that you can bring to your patients, uh, but that you know we're here to support you guys as well as bud tenders on the front line. Uh, so we're actually kicking that van tour off again, uh, four, seven, 10 in New Jersey. We'll be hitting uh, nine different dispensaries there supporting our, uh, our friends at Columbia care, uh, and the Dabblicator sales across that state. So I think there's the bud tender side. And then yeah. we also have the, that buyer side and that retail experience. You know, so many brands, you've got a, a product that you want to bring in and sell, uh, but you don't really have any shelf space. Yeah. Really have any education, you know, it's, oh, I got this product, I'm coming in, would you want to buy it? You know, we're also providing to our brand partners an entire retail marketing kit. So we've got product displays, we have education cards, we've got the recipe cards, as we discussed earlier, you know, all of that we're doing for our brand partners, we're giving this to them as part of their order to help build the awareness and education around Dablicator. Because at the end of the day, you know, education is really what's going to drive this industry forward. It's, it's so hard. Hard's maybe not the right word, but it's certainly a complex industry and a yes. complex category. Uh, yes. And it's not like any other CPG category. And to get into this, to get into the cannabis space as a consumer can be really difficult and challenging with all of the knowledge and all the different terminology and the pieces that, that you have to kind of understand if you want to know what's really going to work for you. Uh, and we're trying to do what we can to help support that at the retail level for those, not only for our brand partners, but for the retailers too, because you know they get something new and they're like, cool, what is this? We're trying to help them understand through all of our education materials, through our training, through our incentives, this is what Dablicator is. And this is bringing that easiest, most versatile way to experience cannabis. This is the thing to offer someone's new and coming in and is trying to check out like, how do I get into cannabis? I'm brand new to this. Dablicator is a great way to do it because it, it's got all that versatility and it's so easy for people to use. And I think it's important to put, point out Chuck, because it sometimes gets lost in translation. We're, we're a brand, but really it's about our partner's brand and our partner's oil. So when yeah. we're, when Alex is talking about, Hey, this is a great format but look at, you know, so Arise in, in Illinois, they have this mm -hmm. full spectrum hash oil that 
they just sell the heck out of. And they sell more now because it's in this way better, versatile, easy to use format. So when, when Alex talks about us going around the country, we're going around the country celebrating our brand partners oil and their brand and saying, look how easy this thing is to use. Why don't you try, try it? And, you know, just sort of a quick shout out to Alex and his team. Who does what he just described? I mean, a thousand dispensaries in six and a half months across the U.S., making sure everybody's swagged out and educated. And we sell, you know, we sell an inexpensive piece of hardware. I yeah. mean, I don't think you've got any hardware companies doing what we're doing on even on the in-store. And the. it's just pretty it's really, really remarkable what Alex and the team have done, because it's honestly the second component of our business model. We could have a cool format, which we always did. It was a Jetty yeah. Extracts product. It was a thing. What it is now, it's I don't want to be so crazy to call it a movement, but it really is a category that you have to have in, in your arsenal as a retailer. You know, you've got your cartridges, you've got your, you know, you've got your your oil and your brand in cartridges, edibles and what have you, and you have your dablicator. So it's just part of your suite of offerings if you're a vertical if you're a vertical retailer, bin processor and grower, or if you're a you're a wholesale brand. Um, so I would assert that the marketing and the education side is frankly as important, if not almost more important than the versatility and the technology in, in the, in the format itself. Mike, I feel like you can like see my notes over here because the two oh. things that I was going to mention after Alex was, was saying that was number one, like, dude, what a, what a bang up job as far as checking all the boxes, you know, on the marketing side and the, and the, uh, you know, the experiential and, you know, your partners. And then I was going to ask, wait, what do you mean by partners? And then you just, you just answered yeah. completely, Mike, well, you know, you're the, like a rise, you know, the ones that are, that are putting, uh, the product inside the dablicator. So you guys are out there on a mission, not only just for the dablicator, but you're, you're, uh, you're, you're hyping up your partners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are, Jetty was our only partner three or two and a half years ago. We now have 42 brands in 26 and maybe 27 markets, Canada and Puerto Rico and DC included. I mean, you know, and that's just growing exponentially. We have most, a bunch of the major MSOs on, on the program, like Cresco, Columbia Care, TerraSend, Parallel, um, GTI, in some cases national, in other cases regional markets. Verano is in two markets right now. We're talking about going to multiple markets. So in many respects, we started, I mean, really, Columbia Care was our first real partner where we just did a three-store test in Delaware. And we focused all our efforts on the consumer and the, and the bud tenders. And now we're in 11 markets with Columbia Care. So we've really focused, and, and they're selling, you know, if $100 million at retail sold in the last 24 months, their cash registers are ringing. They're saying, wow, this is a tough industry right now. I'm looking for yeah. incremental revenue. I'm looking for innovation. You guys do it for me. You come in and take the heavy lift off of make this the easiest thing. Not only is the industry tough, but, you know, four brand partner, four brand managers at an MSO, it's now one <laughs> or a half of one. Um, and so we really tried to make it easy for our brand partners. That's what we mean by that. The 42 different brands like Arise and GTI and Verano um, yeah. made it really easy for them to add this new category and not stress about it. Even down to the lab. I mean, we have a whole lab success component where we just jump in with a lab. It doesn't cost them any any money to get set up. They use the same equipment as vape. So we've really tried to be a partner with our partners 
and we ultimately become an extension of their product development and marketing teams. Yeah, and I like I like how you mentioned that too. I mean, I'm a I'm a fractional CMO for for STM Canna. We do pre-roll automation equipment and I know that if somebody a partner kicks my door down with ideas and it's frictionless, man, I'm all in. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. I only have so many hours in the day and you know uh the whole team is is wearing lots of hats and doing lots of things and everything. So, I think it's great, you know, Alex that you're, you know, not only coming through with big ideas but you're making it frictionless. That's that's important. It's not taking a ton of bandwidth, so you make it easy for your partners to say yes. Exactly. I mean, I think we're, you know, the experience the the whole team has really operating in the cannabis industry, being operators, I think has been really really important to the success for the Tablicator brand. Uh, because we really do understand all of the challenges and everything that these these brand managers, these operators, you know, these product development people are going through and all the different hurdles and hoops they have to jump through just in their day job. We're really making it as easy as possible to implement a new product that's innovative, uh, that can be put into market with great speed, given the the ease of use uh, and the ease of production. And then you've got all the marketing support and all the assets that you need to actually go into the store and be successful there. And it doesn't just stop there. You know, once you're actually in store, we're checking up with you on a monthly basis to see how are things going, what's working, what's not working. Oh, you need some custom new creative to, to help drive the specific use case, or you've got specific market requirements or compliance issues with some of our, our materials. Let's change those. Let's get them right. Let's make it good for you. And we'll send that to you guys. And just all you need to do is put it up in the store. And it just makes it, I think, as easy as possible for our brand partners to implement. And that's why we're seeing so much, so much success. Where did you, uh, where did you go to school, Alex? How did you, how did you get in to this industry? And Mike, kudos for you for getting such a sharp cat on your team there. Uh, Alex, <laughs> where did, where, Man, where did you learn all this? How'd you get started? I mean, my, my adventure. Well, when I got started was technically back in my college days, uh, at UC Santa Barbara, Moving, uh, moving some packs back in the day, but Banana slug. Uh, more recently, gauchos. Oh, gauchos, gauchos. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> we're the, we're the sneaky one right on the ocean. Uh, but then no, I, I went to Vanderbilt, uh, got my MBA from Vanderbilt and actually was in the toy industry for about two and a half years, uh, working for Mattel. And in 2018, when the, uh, the California market went wreck, I had an opportunity to transition over into cannabis and I've pretty much been there ever since. I think what's been interesting really has been I've, I've had a breadth of experience across single state operators, multi-state operators, worked uh, in Florida, Massachusetts, Colorado, California, worked there for a genetics company for about a year. So I've really been able to see the entire breadth of the supply chain. Uh, and that's, I think, helped me understand a lot of the complexities and a lot of the challenges that the various steps in the supply chain face. But really, the you know the brand marketing side and the retail marketing side has been crucial to at least I think to our success here because I just understand you know I've done it so I understand yeah. the challenges that all these folks face and how as you said earlier you know, there's only so much time in the day and Dablicator is one of many things that they're working on so if we can make that little piece yeah. not something they have to worry about all of a sudden it's like all right cool I know the Dablicator guys the Dablicator team has this. I'll talk with them, give them some feedback, and then I'll just implement it on my end. But all of the assets, all the creative, all those pieces, 
that just takes so much time and you know, some thought power to put behind it, some focus, you know, we can provide that focus and provide all those pieces to our brand partners. And that's what we're seeing them, them take and, and run with. Alex, what do you find works for you uh, as far as like marketing, like just pure marketing? Um, you talked about how important it is to educate. You talked about how important it is, you know, to kind of have that that one-on-one conversation with the consumer. Um, advertising and marketing, obviously, in cannabis is a little trickier than in the toy industry. Uh, a lot more, you know, hoops to jump through, regulations. Social media gives us a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like there's problems. What do you find uh, uh, works for you or what's, what's a couple of your favorite? favorite tools in the box um, as far as marketing goes? You know, I really think that the biggest piece in cannabis is a focus on customer marketing. Uh, And this is something from, you know, traditional CPG, consumer packaged goods, uh, is that you're really, you know, what is the marketing at the retail level, marketing for your your customers, marketing to your customers? I think that in cannabis, that's where the wins happen. Like marketing needs to show that it is driving sales. It can't just be entirely brand marketing, big campaigns, awareness, because we're not available everywhere. You know, your brand is not going to be at every single dispensary, most likely. And even if it is at every single dispensary in a given market, it's not going to be in every single dispensary across the entire country. Um, and so I think it's it's having that focus on customer marketing and providing the right retail assets, the right retail experience to those buyers and to those general managers at a store and then providing that education to bud tenders. Like those are the really the, the places that I focus on from the marketing side is bud tender education and customer marketing with the stores and making sure that your brand is available. You know, distribution is key. Your brand's available. Your brand looks good at retail. It tells the right story and it educates consumers on why your brand is better than the other ones that are out there and why they should try it. I, I, Chuck, you mentioned something because I, you know, to kind of jump on the back of that, you mentioned frictionless. My, you know, my, my two sort of um, edicts with the business is let's make it frictionless and let's make it scalable. And if it's frictionless and you've got something that everybody's going to want and all you need to do is just go out and talk to the ones that can help you scale and that if your assets are easily scalable, so we we believe that, you know, why part of the success and what we continue to focus on is making sure it's frictionless, like you've identified, and scalable. Um, so, you know, and we don't advertise. I mean, I'm always I'm, I come from a sales background. I'm a president, yeah. CEO, sales yeah. oriented guy. And, it, and yeah. Alex and I are aligned. I'm like, listen, man, if it's not moving the needle for our for our brand partners at retail, let's not do it. You know, let's not do a fancy ad campaign. Um, Let's just focus our resources on, you know, we're talking about our market is 100 customers, maybe 200 customers as far as organizations. You know, let's not try and hit 10,000. Let's focus on the premium, the folks that are the premium um, operators in the business. And let's help them bring innovation and Mm -hmm. to their consumers and revenue to their shareholders. Um, so you don't do that with an ad necessarily in, M- in MJ Biz Magazine. You do that by, you know, getting, um, you know, burning up shoe leather and, and, um, and, you know, bloody knuckles out there, just making sure that the bud tenders and the retail experience is just dialed. And, um, and that's a snowball that's been rolling downhill. And we think we're at a really cool inflection point around it. But we're just going to keep doing the same thing. We actually had an, uh, a discussion yesterday. It's like, do we really need a huge MJ Biz booth? 
you know, we, we, do we, I mean, do we want to spend a hundred grand on a freaking MJ biz experience or can we just be, keep trucking along with a reasonable yeah. size booth? It does have to be a little bigger cause it's gotten more crowded in our booth, but, um, <laughs> I was gonna say, we do have a little more traffic. So I yeah. would at least argue that we need a bigger booth. Yeah. Right, but, <laughs> so I've really, you know, I've, I've always said to marketing, you know, and I, I built some businesses along the way and it's always been about, if it's not moving the needle for our retail partners, let's not spend the yeah. money. And there are yeah. marketing people that are brand awareness and this, that, and the other thing. And how many, you know, how many hits the website's getting and all of those things are important. Oh yeah. But if, if, if we need to spend the majority of our resources on moving the needle for our partners, and they appreciate that. I mean, Steve Cancel oh, yeah. from Verano, um, who came out of CT Connecticut CT Pharma, I was just out there touring his touring this incredibly impressive grow, and he said to me, and it, you know, he goes, "You guys are the single best partner we've ever worked with." And I'm thinking to myself, "What are you talking about? We're this small little category for you." He goes, "I don't <laughs> care. You guys do everything right. If any of my other partners did one tenth of this, it would be an amazing." So. I don't know that I just, and I, again, I give kudos to Alex and the team for that because it's just attention and focus and we're not splintered in spending money and time doing these things that really don't benefit our, our partners. And, and I think that that single focus with a really great product product has been, I think the key to our success. I would say it's, it's, I think it's because we're at such an early stage in this industry. Like, I think I actually, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of parallels in the toy industry to cannabis, which is kind of funny looking back, you know, Mattel, 60% of their products are brand new every single year. So constantly doing product development, constantly launching new products. I think that's where that focus for, for the toy industry is on that customer marketing, making sure that that retail experience is good because you're not going to be able to spend ad dollars against every single one of your products. You might be able to spend it against a brand, but you know, I worked in the games business for a while and I didn't have ad dollars to spend against every single one of the 15 games that were in my portfolio. I had to figure out how is that going to sell off the shelf and making that retail experience, getting those really good relationships with the retailers, you know, building those promo plans that are going to get you that good end cap space, that good retail space that's then going to help lift your sales really does translate to cannabis. It is about, is it good in retail? Is it exciting in retail? And do the bud tenders know about it and want to sell it? Because that's that first key is every time someone comes in, you know, what should I get? What are you interested in? You know, maybe the bud tender is good. Maybe they're just there to get a paycheck. Um, how much time they're going to spend with someone really diving into their specific needs. A lot of that just comes down to what's a brand I like. Dablicator is pretty cool. And we've got this great Arise brand. You know, we've got this great Columbia Care product in it. You should try this out. Like that is what's really driving, like moving the needle at retail is those two key pieces. And I think that's, you know, again, where we focused all of our energy, the majority of our energy certainly is making sure that our brand partners are successful at retail through all of our marketing programs. Wow. See, I thought we were just going to get our 710 podcast here. And instead, we got a freaking TED Talks, guys. 
I mean, this is like some great executional stuff. This is awesome. And I like the, I like the parallels, you know, between the, the toy industry and, you know, what's working over here uh, for you in the cannabis industry. I mean, you know, not saying we're just big kids, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, we only have so much free time and it's important that we're spending our free time doing what we want to do and what we enjoy. And that's probably, probably similar to the toy industry, you know, and uh, there are a lot of options out there, you know, like you just said, you, you go into a dispensary and there's tons, tons of options there. So it's really cool uh, the way that you guys are connecting, the way that you guys are innovating. Now, um, do you guys sell direct or how, how do people get your product? Do they, they only get it from uh, dispensaries? Yeah. yeah, we're we're picks and shovels. I mean, we okay. we sell our product. It's custom branded. Um, you know, so if you went into a, a, a Columbia Care store in Florida or a cannabis store in Florida, you'd get a cannabis branded or in this case seed uh, um, seed and strain branded tablicator which is a um, a house brand of Columbia care the cannabis the same if you went into a TerraSend or even wholesale stores throughout New Jersey you'd get uh, a kind tree or an Alera or a gauge mm. branded tablicator with gauge branded oil and packaging so we only deal b2b um, yeah and uh, we focus on your brand and your oil. So it's custom branded tablicators around the world, 42 different brands um, that are available to you as a consumer, depending on what state you're in. Wow. Well, this is amazing. Uh, guys, you want to give, uh, uh, if, if people that are listening right now or people that are watching want to reach out to you, potentially partners or whatever, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you uh, to where they can find out more? Best way would go to uh, be go to our website www.dablicator.com. Pretty easy to to find us there, uh, and fill out the the contact form. Uh, got some questions there just on you know what markets you're in, what you uh, what you're looking for, and we reach out. We've got a, a great account management and, and customer success team, uh, and so we've got a you know a pretty much immediate response. People can also follow us on uh, on Instagram at at the Dablicator, uh, and there you can see all the van tour, all of our recipes, you know, all of our education, all the, the great content that we've created, and all the great content that we see from not only our brand partners, but from consumers and patients. You know, People tag us all the time with how they're using Dablicator. That goes right up into the stories, right up into the highlights too. Content, baby, content. Yeah. You guys crowdsource a lot. That's smart, you crowdsource Absolutely. a lot. Yeah. Are you guys going to be on threads? You know, that's the new thing from Instagram, right? Everybody's jumping over there and, uh, and jumping in. You guys, it sounds like Instagram is your strongest platform. You're going to, you're going to, are you going to dablicate over in threads? We may dablicate over in threads. Uh, it's, it's something that I haven't fully baked, fully thought of. It's not fully baked yet, uh, yeah. but I'm certain that we'll get there. Um, and then also for our, our, our B2B folks, uh, our LinkedIn page is also great, really with that focus on, you know, how this category is helpful, how this, uh, this experience in terms of implementation is easy. You know, just giving education on cannabis industry in general too. Mm -hmm. you know, there are so many people who are looking for new options, looking to learn. Uh, it's a, it's a challenging space to, to understand. And, and I think we're trying to bring, you know, a, a good level of education uh, and an easy way to understand how people can get into the cannabis industry. 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much, guys. We're going to have to get you in our magazine as well. We have a product revolution where we feature the top products. So I think you guys would fit in real nice with Cannabis and Tech today. And uh, again, really appreciate you being on here with us. Um, we've got a pretty dynamite 710 podcast. So uh, so thanks for joining us today. Um, and for those of you that are listening right now, uh, if you like this, you know, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, uh, make sure you're following Cannabis and Tech today. We are also on social media. Uh, uh, so pretty much whatever your favorite platform we're there, follow along for the story. We bring you great content just like this right here. Um, and again, have to give a shout out to PolyScience, who's our title sponsor. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to Alan and the and the entire team at um, Pretty Easy Podcasting. You know, if, if you guys uh, that are listening, if you have a podcast, um, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, the, the engineering and the distribution and the editing and everything like that. And Alan and his team, they just make it so easy. Um, so if you're interested in, you know, having some real pros, pros, pros behind your podcast, pretty easy podcasting. They're the best in the biz. Uh, we use them for all of our, we have five different tech magazines. They do all our podcasts. So got to give a shout out to Alan and the team. Uh, and again, make sure you, you subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. And thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you later. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Durachill. Uh, this is Durachill. This is Durachill. This is Durachill. No, hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill, you can't go wrong.